you know, on days like this, you always feel like you're on top of the world. And what I mean by that is when your Kansas City Chiefs take care of business against their division foe, the Los Angeles Chargers. They won yesterday 31-17 to in great fashion. Offense, defense, special teams, you already know we're going to review it. So get ready. Welcome to the Keem Connect Podcast. This is the Kansas City Chiefs podcast, and you're with your host and producer, Eric Lepardis. Well, Chiefs Kingdom, um, before we get too deep into this episode, got some very, very unfortunate news to share with you guys. Um, Justin Ross has been arrested. Um, pulling up the report right now by Harold Coons had posted this. We are working to confirm, but it appears Chiefs wide receiver Justin Ross was arrested. He was not charged, but he was booked earlier today. This is from the Johnson County Sheriff's Office booking and uh, release port today. Um, domestic violence violence is what it looks like. Um, and there were some uh, criminal damages uh, greater than $25,000. I really don't know what to say to that because... First off, let's just remove the, the the actual person and then that specific situation. As a man, and I'm not trying to preach here, but as a man, you have to be smart. I understand we, as men, we get emotional at times, and sometimes it's hard to control those emotions. But this is beyond that. This is stupid. And we as men, we cannot be stupid in this world. Because stupidity leads to shit like this. And I'm not trying to preach here. This is not what this is about. You gotta be smart. And whatever was going through Justin Ross's head, clearly he did not have a mindset there. It was gone. And I'm not going to speculate because, yes, it is innocent till proven guilty. But any domestic violence, any accusation of it, you know, none of it looks good, especially if there is reported damage of $25,000 greater than. I mean, let's look at Willie Gay's situation a year ago. And that was, you know, purely just a misdemeanor because he broke a vacuum, but it was still domestic violence because he scared, scared the lady. 
And I don't, I don't, I don't, we don't know. Again, none, there's not a whole lot of details that's came out. So I'm going to end it with this. If, if he does get charged, that will be a felony because that's a lot of damage. And Willie Gay was just a misdemeanor. He will not be on this team moving forward. I just, I, Not to that extent. I, I just don't see it. Based off of Clark Hunt's uh, track record with players in these type, these specific situations. And that's unfortunate because Justin Ross, now we're back on specifically the person. He worked his ass off for a long time, overcoming so many injuries, going through so many surgeries. And he was finally starting to get snaps, increasing by the weeks. Yeah, he wasn't really getting the production, but he's getting on the field. Andy Reid even mentioned that today, and then this comes out. It's sad. It's very sad. Very, very sad news. Not something that uh, we loved seeing right now. Um, I don't know what to say, but uh, I, I hope it all gets figured out at some point and um, we all we can all figure out the details on the specific situation. So very, very sad and unfortunate. <coughs> but. You know, it does look like there was probably a reason why we... Tra- not, well, I mean, obviously they didn't predict for this to happen. But trading for... Um, trading for McCole Hardman. Sorry, I couldn't think of his name for a second. You know, it, it's it's a good thing that we did it now because that's another receiver that you just lost off the death chart for now. Roster for now. At least it's going to be for for until this all gets figured out. Um, all right. So uh, moving forward, uh, I apologize. I want to sincerely apologize to the people who sincerely appreciate this podcast, take the time, to listen to this podcast. All my fans of Kingdom Connect. I did not realize that the preview episode, the audio was completely shot. I had no idea. Usually when I go back and edit, I usually like can edit certain snippets of things, but I kind of like, you know, for the most part, I'm pretty content with how things go. So I don't really go over as much as far as like what the actual talking audio goes. The only thing I ever throw on there is obviously when I'm doing music or throwing certain uh, clips from like, if there's like, press conferences that I want to throw in there, whatever the case may be. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I really don't look at the audio as much and that's my fault because I should have did that. I should be doing that more. And I didn't check that specific, the specific talking. Now I'm not saying I don't ever listen. I do listen. It's just, I didn't specifically listen on that one. And that, bit me in the butt because you go back and listen to the preview episode and you can, <clears throat> it's literally silence silence 
And uh, it's my mic. I figured it out. My mic is shot. I need to get a new one. It's, it's you know, I, Mike's, uh, I'm still kind of an amateur to podcasting for sure. And um, I didn't know that mics are kind of a thing. They can kind of go out frequently if you use them often, if you're podcasting frequently. So um, makes sense. So I'll have to replace that pretty soon. So if this sounds a little bit different, and what you guys are used to when it does sound normal, I apologize because I'm not using a I'm actually using my laptop speaker instead of an actual microphone. Anyways, doesn't matter. Let's actually get to the game. <clears throat> um, before we even start the game, I do not know what CBS's thought process was in this. For them to have the audacity to be, even when it was playing the Cleveland and uh, the the Indianapolis game, you had you had on the uh, the header, you had on the header. Due to contractual issue uh, obligations, we will be switching it over to the Chiefs game. You switch it over to the Chiefs game, and then CBS automatically said, "Nope." we think the Cleveland and Indianapolis game is also important and it's close and it's crazy right now. So we're going to split screen it uh, with the chiefs game and we're going to piss off everybody in Kansas city and every fan that gives a shit about the chiefs. Um, and I feel bad. There was some fans that actually didn't even get the split screen. They were subjected just to keep watching that game until it was done. And that sucked because at least for us locally, locally, we had the split screen, and we could at least see see what was going on. You just couldn't hear it because they had the commentary going on for the other fucking game. You didn't. No one gives a shit. It was two backup quarterbacks. You got fucking Gardner Minshew going up against, uh, gosh, uh, PJ Walker, and it was horrible. There's too many damn turnovers. Just bad football. It was a high scoring game, but no one gave a shit. I don't. I didn't get why they thought that that was smart to do. So that was a. Major fuck up by CBS, at least the local uh, local areas that control the, the CBS showing. So I don't know why they did that. But they eventually went on to our game. I mean, I, I mean, shit, it was like nine minutes into the damn game because they were stuck, like replaying the same goddamn play for the other game for like 10, it, like five minutes, it felt like. So I, I, yeah, that was very, very frustrating. And the defense looked like it was, it was, it was hot right out of the bag. It looked like Carlos got a sack. So very, very fuck up by um, CBS. <clears throat> well, Swifties, whoever takes the time to listen to this podcast, if you guys do, uh, my Swifty fans of the show, um, your girl was at the at the game again, and that was awesome to see because. You know, even though I'm going to let y'all know right now, our guy, Trav, that dude's been dominating the league. And I know you guys know this, like on, on the real, you know, he has great games all the time. But I will admit, since she's been at games, this dude is having fun. This dude is doing it. You know, he's being himself. And it's like, I feel like even at the age of 34, that dude's like, 23 out there 24 out there it's it's ridiculous you know how he's playing and to have his girl support him taylor swift it's it's awesome you know i'm i'm totally happy for him to even go on the 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 tours with her on her uh on the bye week so 
they they generally seem like they're they're really really into each other and happy and um yeah that's uh kind of um <clears throat> kind of what we uh you know we like and i you know hope that they continue to make each other happy so um i apologize chiefs kingdom i i'm in this group chat and they're talking about the freaking justin ross situation i gotta go ahead and mute all this because it's all distracting at the end of the day just keeping it real with y'all um good people in that group chat but man they, they get crazy sometimes um <clears throat> but yeah anyways good to see that uh situation going on um they indu- they inducted dante hall into the chiefs hall of fame uh i i believe i've been to at least i can't tell you how many freaking inductions i've been to i mean it's I mean, going back since the freaking, you know, Trent Green days, I mean, I remember all those guys getting put in and, well, not Trent, well, I remember uh, Tony getting put in, I remember Brian Waters getting put in, um, man, there's just so many to remember, you know, Grunard was, what, a few years ago, um, Dante just recently, and then, <clears throat> oh, gosh, Man, I actually I can't even remember some of those guys even back then, man. It's like there's been so many that they've put in, but um, just over the years. Anyways, uh, it was nice to see Dante Hall, uh, the X Factor, get put in there. And I, man, I can't tell you there was like there was one game I went to. I remember I was, oh, how old was I? I'm I'm gonna say my age here, essentially. Um, it was an O two game. It was 2002, I believe. Yeah. So I would have been seven, um, seven, yeah, six or seven, seven years old. I, I started going to chiefs, like a lot of chiefs preseason games as a young kid, like roughly around, I was like kindergarten, first grade. Um, and then, you know, maybe a, a regular season game every once in a blue moon if I could. But I remember he took a he I remember he took a fucking punt return back, or it was like a kick return back on a on the Chargers on a first play. And I remember just how electric it was and you know how you know I was just in in awe. It was like one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my entire life. You know, and as a child you know, you're seeing that and it just you're starstruck because you that speed and just the way he was able to juke people, the human joystick. Um, yeah, that was it was crazy. Yeah. Dante Hall had a hell of a career. It, it sucks. I wish that 2003 team got a ring because they, they definitely deserved it. <clears throat> um, anyways, uh, let's actually get on to the game in itself. So uh, we're going to briefly just kind of talk over to the Chargers about their team and stuff, and then we'll get mostly on our, on our team. Yeah, no, I mean, they started off on offense, and uh, we quickly got them three and out, and they were just not good uh, offensively. We, we held them in check pretty much most of the game. Um, Justin Herbert what, had like over 100 yards, I want to say, like in the, the first, first half. 100 yards passing it was it was like not even it was not good i mean he was 17 for 30 259 total one touchdown two interceptions um 
it was uh it was the first interception was to um Oh goodness gracious! I can't, who, I can't even remember who got the first interception, but uh, I know Brian Cook ended up getting one towards the end. <clears throat> they end up rushing for a little over 100 yards, uh, but mostly was from uh, Kelly and a little bit from Eckler. Eckler was kind of banged up uh, most of the game. He really did. We pretty much shut their shut shut him down um, as far as like uh, their best weapon because Eckler's their best running back out of everybody as far as from the receiving threat and a rushing threat. And then uh, receiving, uh, we shut. We we pretty much held Keenan Allen in check for for uh, fifty five yards. But we, you know, Josh Palmer had uh, five receptions for 133. But you know, at the same time, I you know the the two objectives were to shut down Eckler and uh, Allen, and they they essentially did that. And you had to make Josh Palmer beat you, and he didn't even score. You know, the only guy that scored was Everett. You know, so. I mean, they didn't even score, and they didn't score any points in the second half. And their their first round pick, Quentin Johnston, who, um, you know, they were they were looking at some of the stats and trying to compare it to Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice, second round pick, Quentin Johnston is a uh, was a first round, and they all trained together. Oh, excuse me, apologize. There'll be the yawn. They all trained together with Pat down in uh, Texas in the off season, but. Uh, yeah, he's not looking. He's not looking so good. I I don't understand why they're not utilizing him a lot. I think they should be heavily relying on him more. You know, with uh, Mike Williams being out, but it looks like you know, hey, they're just relying on Palmer and Allen to to move forward and to, you know, getting some of these tight ends uh, to get going. So, <clears throat> and and you know, Gerald Everett, he's been he's kind of been a scrappy tight end, you know, around the league, kind of been a journeyman. Uh, moving around, but he's he's kind of uh, been a good target for Herbert over the last year or so. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, their offense, I mean, it kind of petered out, uh, you know, going into the second half. They didn't really do shit. It's kind of sad because you thought bringing in Kellen Moore for them would have been justice, but he has not done nothing. You know, Staley's getting fired. I mean, you, you, you can't be losing this. I mean, they, they – not for us. I mean, they were not close with us. I mean, especially in the second half when you put the game away. Um, but there are other games. I mean, they were within like scores. And I mean, at the same time, their owner's not going to keep wanting to deal with that shit. You know, they got, they got to, they got to do something. I think what they're going to do, I think at this scene, I think they're going to cut ties with Staley. I think they're going to probably move on from Eckler. Um, they're going to, they're going to ask Allen to either keep taking pay cuts or they're going to be done with him. And I think they're going to roll with Palmer, try to develop Johnston, and they're going to try to just wait for Mike Williams to be healthy or they might move on from Mike Williams because of how injured he gets all the time. And they try to quickly try to develop Johnston. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think they're going to get rid of a lot of guys on defense. I think they're going to move on from Joey Bosa. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think they're going to move on from Joey Bosa. I think they're also going to move on from Duran James. I mean, you can't be paying, you can't be paying a safety that amount of money. And he's got more personal foul penalties than he does interceptions and sacks. That's, that's not, that's not a good look. I mean, and at the end of the day, when has the Chargers ever been a good look? 
I mean, they're just not. This is the same shit we see with them every year. I mean, and in reality, it's not really the injury bug that's biting them. It's it's the fact that they're they just don't have they don't have I mean, they have some personnel, but it seems like they just don't click on a regular basis or on a full basis, I should say. I mean, they pretty much held um they pretty much held uh Khalil Mack in check. I mean, he ran and tried to chase Mahomes, and Mahomes just got away from him. I mean, it 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 showed Max age at that point, trying to chase after Mahomes. Yeah, Bosa was disappointing in this game. I mean, all the, their defense was horrible. I mean, they're they're a horrible defense in the league. Um, and uh, we we basically just we beat them to pulp. I mean, especially in that second half. I mean, we were just we were just kind of just taking care of business. Um, and yeah, I think they're going to, I think they're going to move on from Bosa and I think they're going to try to just, uh, develop Thule. Um, I think they're going to keep Mac probably just speak for the fact they're paying him a lot of money and they just want to keep some veteran there. And that's just what it is. Um, yeah, they're going to move on from some guys, probably get rid of Kenneth Murray too. Um, I don't know. So yeah, I mean, that's just the chargers. They're, it's, it's. You hear it all the time, and, you know, fuck you, Ryan Fitzpatrick, for saying we were going to lose the next three out of four. Obviously, that's not, that didn't happen. Um, it's it's hilarious how they get chosen every year to win the division, and then we see this shit from them. I mean, they're two and four. Um, they lose another game. They might as well just start they, – if they lose two more games – they might want to start kissing that season goodbye. I mean, it's pretty much already getting kissed goodbye because if you look at it, we've essentially locked the division up. Now, not officially. I'm just saying essentially. You've already you've gotten two zero lead in the division. A lot of these teams and a lot of these teams already have poor records based off them losing to you know other teams in other divisions or outside of the conference i mean it's it's not looking good for um it's not looking good for the broncos even though they got a win yesterday but no one fucking cares uh they're still dead last in the division uh the raiders they lost they lost badly to the fucking bears and um <laughs> yeah you 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 got you, you got your ass kicked by the bears and we took care of business against the chargers so that's just what it is i i think we we have the Broncos. We essentially beat them. That's a 2-0 lead on the Broncos. Um, and then, you know, you just got to play one more game. You beat the Raiders. You, you've you essentially locked the division up at, at like it would officially because you just need to beat uh, the Raiders and Chargers one more time. And I just – I even if we lose to the Chargers at, at their house at the end of the year – you know, it's it's one loss in the division, and I think we can easily sweep the Raiders, and we're gonna obviously sweep the Broncos. Um, so yeah, that's uh, you know what it is. But hell, if the Chargers end up going shitty, I'll say we'll just end up sweeping the sweet uh, sweeping the fucking division. Um, anyways, I mean that's just how I look at it. All right. Um, now briefly, um. Before we uh, look over our team for a second, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just give out the game ball and game grade. At game grade, I'm going to say A. That was, uh, you know, it was a little shaky in the beginning, but, you know, they 
you knew where it was going for the most part. Um, they had that game for the most part in control. So we'll we're I'm giving it an A and the game ball, I'm giving it to this man, number 90, in his debut as a Kansas City Chief, Charles O'Menehu. This dude was a menace. I mean, tackle for loss, sack, batted pass. I mean, hits, QB hits. I mean, the dude was just everywhere. I think I even think one of his batted passes is what caused an uh, was what caused an interception. So, yeah, I, you know, even with you know Chris Jones not getting a sack, I mean, he he allowed everybody else to get to eat, and that's that's exactly what you want. Um, so I give the game ball to Charles and Manihu. All right, when we get back, uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to officially go over the offense, defense, and special teams real quick, and we're going to get out of here. What's good, Chiefs Kingdom? If you guys like this podcast and like what you're listening to, I want you guys to go ahead and give it a five-star rating and a good review. You can find this podcast on all your major audio platforms, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, You guys can go ahead and follow the podcast only on Instagram, and that's at Kingdom Connect. And then you guys can follow me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Big EKC. That's Big EKC. And like I said, go ahead and give this podcast a five-star rating and a really great review. I appreciate you all. All right, Chiefs Kingdom, we are back, and we're going to quickly go over our side. Um, Patrick, man, him and Trav, best duo. The best duo in sports. I will even go and say they are definitely top three and best sports of all times, best duo sports of all time. I mean, how can you not be? I mean, I know they don't have the amount of Super Bowls that Brady and Gronk don't have, but technically Brady and technically Brady and Gronk only played in technically three Super Bowls. Well, they played in multiple Super Bowls together, but they've only technically won three together because one Gronk didn't play because he was hurt. Um, I just think the dominance that they have, it's just like, it's easy. It's automatic. I mean, Kelsey, the dude just, it, him being open is just automatic. It, you, you can't guard the guy no matter what you do. Um, Duran James can't cover him no matter how much this narrative has been like, oh, he shuts it. He shuts Kelsey down. No, Kelsey is shitting on Duran James. What like pretty much almost every year that they play against each other. Duran needed safety help, other safety help. He needed cornerback help. He needed linebacker help. He needed everything. But no, man, Pat was 32 of 42, uh, 424 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. damn near perfect. Um, would have had the screen to McKinnon if it didn't get taken back from Joe Tooney's block in the back, which I thought was a little, a little soft, but it, you know, it is technically a block in the back, whatever. Um, and he was, uh, he could have had more. I mean, that interception he shouldn't even thrown to. He even said that, hey, I don't even look at MBS because he was wide open on that. Uh, he forced it to McColl. And uh, McColl is uh, not going to – he's not a jump ball guy. And uh, it does suck because McColl didn't even make an effort to even try to, you know, at least prevent the guy from getting the interception. But it just whatever. It, it happened. Um, 
but I can't complain too much from Pat. I mean, they're even that play where they Staley had their defense backed up because they were trying to pr- play, you know, prevent. And I want to say that was like right, maybe it was right before half. I, I I haven't had a chance to fully go over the game. The all twenty two hasn't even came out yet, and they were all backed up, and Pat just ran. You know, there was no spy, there was nobody. The receivers just took the coverage even further down. I mean, it was just easy for him. Um, that's why he had twenty nine rushing yards as well, four carries for 29 rush yards. And he had all day in the pocket, too. I mean, he had – I mean, he had well over, you know, well over three seconds in the uh, the pocket to pass. That's why I even applaud the offensive line. I mean, Donovan Smith did have one holding penalty, but for the most part, they were good. Juwan Taylor is great at, is good at pass, block, uh, pass blocking. I see why we paid him the money we've paid him. Um, he's way better than Andrew Wiley, um, without a doubt. I mean, I understand, you know, you, we had the penalties shaken up in the earlier, but I think the NFL is kind of backed up off of them a little bit. I think, like, I think the moment Andy Reid said something, yeah, I was like, okay, if Andy Reid's saying something, you guys need to chill out. Like, this guy never complains, never says anything. And I get it, it's the Chiefs. Apparently, there's, we're now, we're now the hated team because we win all the time, but that's just what it is. Um, and you know what? Doesn't fucking matter. We get penalized. We're like one of the most penalized teams in the damn league. Jesus, I don't know why people think that the refs are in our fucking pocket. Um, and it, it, there's no such thing as when a penalty happens. It doesn't matter. Don't commit it at that time. I've said this over and over again. Um, but I can't say much about Pat. I mean, I I didn't want to give him the game ball because I mean, feel like. He, I mean, he's done a lot of 400-yard uh, games. Uh, I want to say he's, but this is like his third, fourth time he's done 400-yard uh, game with four plus t- four touchdowns. And, yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's he's a killer, man. That's just what it is. Him and him and Travis. That's a that's a deadly deadly duo, and you can't stop it. And no one no one's been ever no one has ever been able to stop it. I mean, that's just what it is. Even even in the Super Bowl when we lost to Tampa, I mean, Travis still had a oh, well over 100 yards receiving. I mean, he was getting his catches. It just it was hard for him to just keep being the one to have to work up the field. Um, you know, but he still had his drops too in that game. We're not bringing it up. We're moving on from that. I don't know why I even brought it up like that. <laughs> um, but anyways, back onto this game. Um uh let's go over the rushing. Now the rushing was not not as good. Rushing, you know, it 13 13 carries, 32 yards for Pacheco, two, two and a half yards per carry. It almost made you feel like is he hurt? Like was he playing a little hurt? Um, you know, he did have a, a long run taken back from a Trey Smith hold, which was uh pretty unfortunate. Uh, actually, I think it—I don't know if it was a touchdown or long, or just a long run. But uh, I actually think it was a long run. He just got taken back. But yeah, that, that sucked. Um, Clyde did have one carry, but and they were playing Clyde, you know, pretty heavily in the starting the second half, and I didn't understand that. I don't know. Again, that just made me wonder if Pacheco was not feeling right, or they were like, "Yo, we're giving this guy carries. He's not really doing much." But you know, then again, I wish they would have never went away from gap. They or they started at gap, then they went, or no, they went to zone for a little bit, and then they went to gap, and gap was working, 
And then they completely went away from gap and went right back to zone and then went right back to not working no more. So it's just like it, it tells you this team is not really that great at zone blocking and they were better at gap or running upfield. You got to stop. You got to stop with this shit. Stop making them try to run laterally all the damn time. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, we need a better showing out of the running backs. That's not a good showing for them yesterday, but I think it'll be, it'll be fine. I mean, we, we killed it more through the air and that's, that's okay. I mean, even if they were wanting to shut Pacheco down more so because of how good he's been, uh, the first month of football, I mean, that's, that's fair. Um, now let's go over the receiving. Obviously, Travis had 12 receptions, 179 yards. He did drop that one. He's very pissed off when he did it. Had a touchdown, and that was uh, beautiful. I mean, it was like that one of those ones where, you know, it's like that flip to him, that uh, little underhand shovel that he gave to Trav, and Trav just got pushed. I mean, he was holding the ball over the over the goal line, trying to hold it over. And it, you know, could have been dangerous if someone was really trying to punch that out. But I mean, he had a tight grip onto that, trying to hold it over, and that line just really shoved him in. I mean, that was a that was beauty right there, and pretty cool to see Brittany and uh, Taylor having their own handshake uh, on that play. So, <laughs> and there was also that one moment where um, Brittany was like. Uh, she thought it was should have been a penalty, and then it, you know, you could tell she she like threw her hands down, and then it ended up being a penalty, and she like clapped, and and uh, Taylor was just like a distraught, like because it was like you could tell one has watched this over, you could tell one's watched football for a long time, and one is not, <laughs> so it's a uh, it's pretty pretty funny uh, scene, I should say. Um. But no, Trav had a great game, man. That's uh, I mean, he, well, he had like uh, well over hundred yards already in the first half. I mean, it was ridiculous. Um, it, it, like I said, I mean, just for him to be open all the time. I mean, we've said this. I mean, he freelances. I mean, Pat's a freelancing quarterback. That's why he has a freelancing receiving threat tight end and Travis Kelsey. Uh, next guy was Mar Marquez Valdez Scantling. Um. He, yeah, he looked really great. Um, he had uh, three receptions, uh, 84 yards, that one bomb that he had, and then he just skirted right into the end zone, dove right in, landed on his back, and yeah, that was uh, that was beautiful. Um, it was nice to see MVS, and MVS will have those games. He's going to have games where he's going to be quiet, and he's going to have games that's going to be like that. Um, and then Rasheed Rice, five receptions for 60 yards. That That touchdown he grabbed in the end zone. That right there, if 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 um if Mahomes didn't have such a great day, if Kelsey didn't have such a great day, we would be talking about that play a lot more. I mean, it, it should be talked a lot more because that was that was ridiculous. That play that he caught in the back of the end zone. That that's why we grabbed him. I'm gonna tell you right now, this is the 87 and four show. No, Rasheed Rice is essentially Juju. I mean, he took that role. And other everybody else is going to be sprinkled in. I, that's just how it's going to be. I mean, hopefully now. I mean, with Hardman being back, um, you know, he'll get sprinkled in more. Take some of the since Ross will be downgraded. Um, he'll be taking more of those snaps. Um, Kadarius Tony did have one reception. Didn't run a receiver uh, route. Uh, you know, wasn't like no gadget play or anything like that. Sky Moore looked really good. 
Um, I know a lot, he's been taking a lot of flack, and I think it's been unfair. Um, he did have uh, two receptions. He did have that one first down. It was a smooth route. Uh, corner was playing a lot, uh, really off on him. But uh, that block that he gave for Pat, that right there, that that's just even 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 if he's not getting the ball like as like a true receiver, that's that's building trust from Pat in that standpoint. Pat's gonna you know Pat that Pat likes that. I mean, if you guys are gonna block for him, it, like essentially, and when he especially if he's pointing towards that, and you know you're sealing off a guy for him to get that first down. I mean, that's that's key. That's that's key right there. Um, so that was nice for to see from Sky Moore. Uh, McKinnon did have two uh, receptions for 24 yards, a couple screen plays. Pacheco did have that uh, screen. Uh, he had a touchdown on that one. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, long day, Chiefs Kingdom. Did not. I've had a, actually a bad weekend. Uh, got into a little fender bender. So I've been dealing with a lot of that BS. Um, but, yeah, long day. So I do not mean to yawn on you guys. Um, but, no, I can't can't complain from the offense. I mean, Blake Bell did have that fumble, even though I, I, I don't think it was really a catch. But they, they just – they weren't really reviewing it right. And Gene Steratore, he was, you know – trying to say like you know he was really trying to push the narrative of it yeah it was a fumble it was a fumble you know and plus there's really no way of us really looking at it and if that's the case you know it's a fumble you know playing hypotheticals whatever or we're doing these what ifs but no I mean at the end of the day you you don't need to be passing it to Blake Bell I know he did have another reception for seven yards you don't need to be passing it to him uh he's he's a blocking tight end for a reason we need to we need to figure out how to get no gray more open if that that's the case. Um, but like I said, I think this is this is the eighty seven and four show, and I think we're uh, just going to see other guys just get sprinkled in. Uh, moving on, let's move on to the defense. Uh, man, this is uh this 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 defense is special. I mean, I I, I think I've said that. Um, and, uh, before we even get more into the defense, um, hope for a speedy recovery for Nick Bolton. It was announced that, uh, he, I mean, he, was he did dislocate his wrist in the game. Um, but that's going to require some surgery. So he will be out for at least like six weeks. So a couple months is what they're pushing for. Um, and he, he most likely will, and he's going to play with the cast on when he gets back and for the rest. So he'll be back by the playoffs. I wouldn't rush him in any standpoint of bringing back Drew Tranquil. That's why you have him. He's an emerge. They probably called him a chief killer when he was a charger. Well, guess what? He's a charger killer now. He had a phenomenal game yesterday, um, even in his roles. And, I mean, you, you saw the play where he – I mean, he even lined Derek Naughty up in the right spot. And, Derek, I mean, Derek Naughty uh, plugged the gap. Didn't make the tackle, but he plugged the gap. I mean, he forced a – the run to be stuffed essentially. But I mean, it was just a uh, great to line. I mean, he was lining the guys up. So I, I, I have no, I have no, you know, problem with uh, Drew being our guy moving forward. I mean, he's, he's definitely showed that. I think they're going to try to find a way to keep him and retain him. I mean, you have to retain a guy uh, like that. Um, it, it, they're going to have to make some serious decisions, but 
uh, he's he's playing phenomenal. He even had a sack on uh, Justin Herbert to essentially end their game. Um, and he was uh, it was like a delayed blitz. He read it perfectly, uh, but he you know he essentially got everybody lined up. And even having Omenahu there, I mean that's uh, Omenahu happened to uh, you know draw some double teams, but there were some one on ones. You know there was a lot of one on ones on the uh, on the offensive line that he was able to uh, find the open hole. <sighs> Excuse me, find the open gap, I should say, and uh, he plugged it, and uh, he he got the sack. On the, well, he, on the delayed blitz, he ran through the gap and got Justin Herbert, and it was pretty nice to see that. I bet you he felt amazing sacking his former teammate and, uh, you know, essentially, you know, saying I'm here in front of them. And they saw it, and I know Brandon Staley was just like, well, he's like, he's like, yep, that's why we had him. He's that great. Um, and, again, it sucks, it sucks losing Nick Bolton. He's our captain for a reason. He's our – He's our leader on that defense. He was a starter for a reason. He uh, is one of the league's best linebackers, young linebackers. Um, it sucks, but again, that's why you have Drew, um, him, Willie Gay. I mean, the, the linebackers were amazing again this game. Willie Gay specifically. Willie Gay had a fucking phenomenal. This has been like a gr- great three-game stretch of Willie Gay playing phenomenal. Um, now, I, you know, hey, you say it, contract here is always undefeated. Um, you know, you're, he had, he had a sack, uh, on a blitz and then this is like his second year. He, in a row where he went on like a, like a timed blitz, uh, to get to Justin Herbert. So it was nice seeing that. Um, I mean, just the defense, I mean, they were, they were a little shaky in the first half. I mean, like I said, it was a 17 to 17. They were allowing the team to score. Um, the biggest thing what happened was uh, Brandon Staley. I mean, not Brandon Staley, but I should say Kellen Moore in that offense. They went tempo, um, and that that's kind of a, a something that they don't normally do, and that threw the defense off. So they really couldn't substitute a lot. And you know, Spags likes to get in dime, and he couldn't really get in dime because it was hard when they're running the plays, and you know, the defense, and you can't, and the the linebackers can't set the guys. Um, as quick as possible. Um, but what really did that, that, that tired their offensive line out real quick that it didn't matter in the second half, but that's why it was, that's why it was close is because they were able to go tempo a lot. And and the thing is you don't really want to blitz, especially zero blitz on, on tempo, um, is because you're leaving a lot of one-on-ones, usually three guys on a one-on-one matchup, and usually there's one guy that's going to be free because you have a single high safety, and Brian Cook got cooked on that, and it's just, I no pun intended, um, but yeah, you just don't want you just don't want that to happen. Um, but they again, they quickly shut that down and uh, were able to get their adjustments uh, in the second half just because. Uh, Brandon, their their offense uh, got tired. The Chargers did because of how much tempo they were trying to run before the half. Um, but again, uh, you know, Nick Bolton he did lead the team in uh, tackles, even uh, despite leaving the game with his wrist. Um, the defensive line, man, the front, both fronts, offensive line and defensive line have been uh, great. Um, and I didn't really talk about the offensive line. 
as of as far as on our team. But man, I got to applaud our offensive line too. They they did a hell of a job blocking. I mean, we're still one of the best offensive lines um, in the league. So uh, yeah, can't complain. And the interior is still great. Um, now back as far as our front goes, I mean, even bringing Omenihu on, on into the bunch, I mean, that's that's been amazing. Um, and by the way, Monday Night Football is about to start. We have uh, the Vikings and um, Minnesota, uh, the Vikings and 49ers start playing tonight. Um, I have Brock Purdy starting as one of my quarterbacks in my fantasy league, so I need that motherfucker to do something tonight. Um, but no, I that's why I gave Charles Amenahu the game ball because he wreaked havoc. And even with Chris Jones not getting a sack, he ate up so many double teams, and that loud one-on-ones with the Omenuhu, Karloftis, FAU, Herring. Herring's been great. Wharton's been great. Karloftis got a sack. I mean, he got that sack on that first drive. The one thing I love about our defense is we're batting a lot of the passes. I can't – I mean, we – I want to say – how many PBUs we have? I want to say our defense, especially from the defensive line. Chris Jones had some. Karloftis has been a menace at that. Um, he's definitely learned a lot from Chris Jones, um, and our linebackers specifically have been really, we've really been picky for the ball. Um, that, that, like I said, that was, uh, you know, what we wanted to see. And that, that tip by Omenahu is what, uh, caused LeJerry C to get his interception. Um, the secondary was again, locked down, uh, for the most part, uh, especially in the second half, uh, you know, McDuffie did kind of get caught on uh, that uh, that one time, but you know, I you know, I'll that'll happen every now and then. But he did have five tackles, but he was again, he was sticky coverage for the most part. Um, J- Justin Reed was kind of getting cooked a little bit by the tight ends, but he started picking up um, after that. And Jalen Watson, man, uh, we forget how fast he is. Um, he, the way he's able to get to guys and not allow them to even get a lot of yards. I mean, he ran four, three in, in the, the combine. I mean, he's fast corner. So, I mean, that's, that's why he, he plays a lot. So, um, and you know, Josh Williams is, you know, hurt. So that's why we need him to excel. Uh, Mike Edwards, man, Mike Edwards is, he's looking like one of the best third safeties, that we have had in a, a long time. I mean, uh, I will definitely say he's probably the best third safety that Spax has had since he's been a Chiefs defensive coordinator. Um, and I, I, him and Justin Reed are probably the best safeties on the team. And uh, Cook, Cook is good. Um, I just think sometimes it's like, you know, he's still young, and I think he's still growing into his role um, a lot more. Man, but the the linebackers are flying around. Defensive line was flying around. Uh, we had what four four sacks, five sacks. One, two, three, four. We had five. Sorry, we had five sacks yesterday because we had two from the linebackers and three from the defensive line. Carloftis um, had one. Omenuhu had one. Um, Tranquil had one. Willie Gay had one, and Mike Dana had one. I mean, yeah, and you know, Mike Dana, Mike Dana, man, he's a he's a charger killer himself too. Um, 
I mean, yeah, this this defense, man, we're grateful. I'm I'm extremely grateful for this defense. I I can't complain too much. I know a lot of people um, are so focused on the wide receiver room and you know what what it is, what it isn't. I'm really focused on this defense because this is the best defense we've had since probably the '90s. I mean, I will say, well, I can't say that because. You know, Andy Reid's first year here, uh, uh, first year here, 2013, we had our defense was like number four, number five. We we had a really good defense that first year with Andy Reid, but that was prime Tomba, uh, prime Justin Houston. Houston ended up getting like 20 sacks the following year. Derek Johnson was still playing lights out. Uh, you had Eric Berry at all pro level, Brandon Flowers. I mean, and Don Terry Poe. I mean, you had you had guys. I mean that that defense was that defense was legit. Um, and then uh, I will say the two thousand. It was like that two thousand ten two thousand eleven defense. That was decent. I mean, it's like that Romeo defense. Uh, Romeo's first like year or so. Uh, because they, I mean, they had a lot of sacks. Uh, they, they, the, the, the offense was just not, especially in 2011, the offense just wasn't really good. Um, defense, uh, 2012 was obviously horrible. Uh, but 2010, 2011, that defense was okay. But I will say the 2013 defense, this is probably the best defense that we've had in a long time since the nineties overall because of like the consistency you know the how consistent they've been you know all year round and again you just you can't complain you know you have to you have to enjoy what you're seeing right now chief's kingdom be grateful you know because these guys are only going to get better they're young um you know next year you know they're I mean, guys are still going to be here. I mean, Nick Bolton will be going into his last year of his deal. Willie Gay will either be here, not be here. Trank will either be here, not be here. Leo will be here. Um, uh, you know, Sneed, you know, I don't, you know, hopefully they can resign him, but you'll still have McDuffie. You'll still have, you'll still have the Fab Five here. Um, Nazi Johnson will, you know, be healthy. Um, you know, you'll have some guys around the defensive line, Carloftis, FAU, uh, El Menahu, since he's on uh I think they I can't remember how many how many how long they signed Charles Omenahu. I mean I'm pulling up his contract real quick. Yeah, he signed a two-year contract with us. That's what I thought. He's getting paid uh, $8 million pretty good. He's the highest-paid uh, free agent that we've paid. But, yeah, no, he's getting paid well-deservingly, and he's he's going to be wreaking havoc for a couple years. So uh, we're, we're well on our way trying to, you know, get another championship. And I, I think this team, this defense keeps playing the way it is, and this offense is playing. It's it's just not going to be fair. It's, it's really not. Um, you can't have an offense and a defense play like this and just have it, you know, and them not just go all the way and win it. So um, looking at special teams, Bucker, amazing. Tommy Townsend, amazing. Hardman, you know, I, again, I was not fond of it as, for, you know, you know, trading for him back. And, you know, I know a lot of people were still, you know, we weren't, 
complaining about the Colburn thing with the thing is we were just one, we just wanted to see the guy get an opportunity. Never did. It is what it is. Um, but as far as like trading for McColl, it just was like, Hey, I wish we would have just kept him in the first place, but it is what it is. He's back and he had a good punt return. And that's what Tobe has been wanting. He catches the ball and he runs straight forward. There's no dancing around. Um, and he's, you know, he's trying to run forward because he has that speed to do so. Um, and maybe number 12 might be a better, better thing for him instead of number 17, even though we're used to seeing Harmon in number 17. So, all right. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else we need to review. I mean, we went over the, you know, the offense, defense, special teams real quick. I mean, I, I can't complain. This game was great. Um, game ball again to Charles Amenahu for his debut. Awesome debut. Um, and the uh, game grade was an A. Uh, we have the Denver Broncos coming up uh, this Sunday and try to handle them. It's in Denver. Try to, you know, sweep them. But, uh, yeah, I think the Chargers, man, I, I don't know what's going to happen with them. They're going to they're gonna probably start firing some guys here pretty soon and if uh, a couple more L's start happening on the uh, books. I, I, like I said this in the last episode, even though people couldn't hear it, and that's my fault again, uh, I think um, – oh, lost my train of thought real for, for a second. Um Goodness gracious, lost my train of thought. I do not do not know what I was actually what I was actually about to say. Um, oh, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. I apologize, Chiefs Kingdom. I did not mean to uh, forget what I was uh, gonna say. So, um, no, I mean, oh well, yeah, they're gonna start firing the charge. They're gonna start firing some guys, and uh, if they uh don't start collecting some wins and uh i mentioned this in the last episode that anthony lynn is looking uh better at each and every day you know his coaching staff because at least it felt like that team was really competitive um you know and it just yeah we already know what's going on so that's gonna do it for this episode chiefs kingdom i hope you guys all enjoyed this uh review uh it's unfortunate news about justin ross uh being arrested um again be smart you got to be smart as a man um smart as a human being i can't even just say as a man as smart as a human being um and he obviously wasn't and whatever happens happens and we just got to move forward and uh i hope for a speedy recovery for nick bolton to get that good surgery um, get it cleaned up and uh, healed, rehabbed, and we'll get you back on the field soon. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, that's going to go ahead and do it for this episode of Chiefs Kingdom. Hope you guys all enjoy it. With that being said, connect. It's always real. <laughs>